0: Hello, and welcome to Improvised Music in Kingston, a podcast that explores the thoughts and music of a group of local musicians who are situated across various genres and who all incorporate improvisation as part of their practice. I am your host, Paul Clifford. In this episode, we explore the questions how do participants negotiate hybrid collaborations? And how do participants experience interpersonal interactions? I asked the group members how they approach playing improvised music in a group setting, if they have had any experience working with other musicians outside of their regular genres, and if they teach others about the type of improvisation they do. The music you hear was all recorded live and features all members of the group. think about um, doing improvised music in a group? Or can you talk a little bit about what it means to be doing it in a group? It's uh,
1: really the best thing in the world. Uh, Certainly from the early days of discovering uh, New Orleans, uh, and that idea of collective improvisation of having a, a, you know, rather rambunctious chord progression and rhythm happening underneath and a number of horn players sort of occupying their own space, but essentially, you know, three three solos going on at once with clarinet, trumpet and trombone and uh, everybody just sort of playing around this idea in their own timbre, you know, everybody is yeah, just occupying that space and just instantly feeding off somebody else. So uh, being instantly uh, reactive to someone else's mel- melody, uh, it really is very exciting to me. And uh, that's way better than playing by yourself. <laughs>
2: so i try to see i try to communicate with person who i'm playing with communicate with their guardian spirits <laughs> <laughs> i i have to tell you because that's i'm really trying because I I don't want to tell you but <laughs> I really, you know, it's the individuals are containers to convey like, you know, y- you you have to convey some sound or whatever it is so using your body but we really, you know, it's all the the spirits like guardian it's, or souls whatever you call it and then it's accumulation of all the ancestors and we are all you know communicating with those all of those so the the person might be in a bad mood you know like the the moment you're jamming those moods are not actual himself or herself but you know everyone has like the essence of yourness and i try to pick up or you know to sense communicate with those.
3: I think is that the difference? Is that um, in in this kind of music that. I play. Everything is so minimal, and um, like you have to know that kind, have that kind of mindset. That if you want to improvise in this kind of music, how does it work, and how are the movements, and um, how to change the mode. So these are something that I can I can talk about and teach to some point. Uh, but if you can the, the step that you can play and um and and perform with uh like the same result that need um experience because how does it work and how does it sound so that's the part that needs more experience and listening
4: you get into these workshop situations, workshops, which then over the past few years, they've turned into just kind of like mini concerts for each group. So what they do is they smush everybody together. Like I would be there, there'd be another band, you would be there representing yourself playing bass or whatever. Yeah. And then and then what people have done up until recently, where people are saying, no, enough of that. What it used to be was that we'd all get together and say, OK, we're going to improvise now together on the stage and we're going to do this. And then it turned into little mini concerts for each person on the stage saying, oh, this is a new song of my record. and I wrote it when I was eating spaghetti. And then they play it and you kind of think, geez, I'd love to play along, but they didn't really say it's in the key of D and you're welcome to play whatever you want or whatever. And to me, that is the that is the thing, like uh, talking about traveling and touring and improvising is when you're stuck in like, I mean, in the not in the pejorative, in the positive sense of being stuck in a group with other people that normally like I wouldn't be able to go and like say it was you and you lived in Vancouver and we're at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. And you and I were on the stage together and we'd be like, all right, you could either do your thing and I could do my thing. Or we could say, this is the opportunity that we have. That's we are being brought together for the people by the, by the, um, by the festival. And they have put us together so that they can watch what happens when we work together. And then from, and so we have to make the most of that moment. And then when we go our separate ways back to our, you know, disparate, um, wherever we live on the planet, uh, it's gonna take a lot more to get us back together. But once you plant that seed and take advantage of that time, that's what needs to happen.
5: Activities that we developed is, in circle um is like uh, an introduction game so um we we begin in rhythm so like to get things going it'd be like let's say we're all sitting in a circle so it'd be like ta person to my left their person that person to their left and then to get to you ta 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 okay we're all in sync as a group and we're doing this with like kids from you know kindergarten to grade 12 um as well as adults um and the next the next portion is to go hello my name is okay and then how we all kind of like repeat make sure that that's you know that language and that part of things is understood hello my name is hello my name is and then we go hello my name is Dontel. hello my name is whatever and so people need to um hello my name is paul Everyone has their own rhythm, and they can express themselves in the way that they want, you know. Um, they do have a fixed, you know, they have their name, but it's up to them to go, I want to, you know, I want to go Danton, I want to go to Danton, you know. Um, it's So we, we let, uh, we're big on letting uh, students uh, express themselves and be confident, Uh, in their own rhythms. Um, Another activity is like your animal, you know, what is your animal? It could be you feel like a different animal for the day, you could just really like that animal, but you have time that it takes to think about it and say it and then, so that's how we begin our circles.
6: when I'm improvising with the group, I'm becoming part of a larger entity in a metaphysical sense. I'm becoming the other players. There is a kind of mirroring and reciprocal dynamic happening. So I'm, I'm using a lot of, um, I think it's just life skills of, um, I think I'm pretty good at, uh, Reading people, or at least I, I put, I like to keep myself open to kind of um, trying to sense people on uh, an instinctive level.
0: Like and empathy?
6: Yeah, there's empathy. And um, yeah, that's a big part of it. I mean, I think art in general is a practice of empathy. Like when I'm drawing. I'm drawing something, I'm looking at something, I'm drawing it. I feel like that's an empathetic um, practice and you kind of become the thing that you're drawing. And the same with music, when you're working with other people, these vibrations and this expression, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's why it's important to play with people that you love and trust. I'm learning as I get older. It's, you know, it's it's great to again it's great to be professional and say, "Oh, I'm going to hire somebody and they're going to they're going to wow everybody and and that's great." But actually you're in a really vulnerable spiritual place when you're playing music. It's really important to play with people that you trust, I think.
7: sure how to contribute to something that doesn't have diatonic harmony it sounds kind of narrow and kind of silly but but i I have worked so long on trying to play over chord changes and make a nice line that when those chord changes are gone i i don't know what to do sometimes
0: do you feel like if if you had kind of like a framework that somebody gave you you'd be willing to try it
7: It's much easier that way.
1: performance sort of drives my music. Uh, The idea of uh, creating a live uh, communication of my music to another person or group of people. The compositional aspect is fascinating and I do like composing. I like the idea of jotting down notes and rhythms and thinking, oh, that's clever. Um, and then, you know, adding on to it, adding instruments. Um, so, uh, generally my music it is performance, uh, improvised performance, but it is based on composition. Because Somebody had to write it at some point. And even if I'm just making it up, I mean, the only thing that separates composition to me from improvisation is that if I was to sit at a piano and make a bunch of stuff up and somehow it was notated and then all of a sudden there it is in black and white on, on manuscript paper I could just hand it to somebody and say okay well I just composed this there you go now you read it and you play it just like I did.
8: control at least one parameter. So, uh, and it could be, you know, simply a matter of, here's the scale. You know, try and keep your notes within this scale or a collection of notes, you know, and everything will sound good. And if you have to, you know, play against it, then do use that with your ears. And when I've had, say, a class of, you know, about, you know, even up to 15, although often if it's it's more than about 10, I'll divide them into two groups. I'll, I'll, I'll force them to improvise a piece. And so, you know, some of at piano, some of them are playing, you know, their own instruments. Uh, some of them may be doing just a little bit of percussion and, uh, and, and they find the groove and then they just have to make it work. What we focus on in that situation is for me, it's, you know, it's never getting it started. It's listening and constructing it so that there is a sense of climax, but then knowing you can make an ending happen.
9: Mm.
8: And, and when you have these group improvs, you know, if, if you've worked out the ending or you've got someone who's in charge who, who can really lead, it, it just can make it work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and then the second thing is uh, quite often, less is more. Yeah. And that if you can actually pull back and just allow people to fill the space, then it, it becomes better than this, you know, constant, you know, noise that, that tends to happen when you've got, you know, seven to, you know, 10, 12 people playing who, uh, who you know, who are trying to, to make things up.
10: think just kind of listen listen and feel um and you know see kind of what the context is um what everyone's thinking you know I feel like most of the time you kind of have the context going into it you know um you kind of know what you're getting into um
9: uh
10: and then yeah just kind of feel it out mostly yeah that's the nice thing is you kind of, you're, you know, um, forced to kind of leave everything at the door and just be present. Um, which is exciting and
0: lovely. Totally. Yeah. Do you have much experience working with uh, musicians that you would consider outside of your normal genre or genres that you were talking about before?
10: Um, yeah. I mean, I've been. Lucky enough so that, like, you know, the kind of things that I'm working on more. So these days, um, yeah, when I was in school, um, I was able to kind of dive into a bunch of different things um, and um, get some experience kind of outside my um outside my comfort zones or my normal playing.
3: playing with other genres of music um, improvisation will be limited to some ornaments if the piece is written and I just um, add some um, like a spices of my own instrument by different ornaments that I add to the piece maybe or um, if it's not written like I work with a flamenco uh band some years ago and the pieces were not written and they just ask us to play whatever we think suits the uh, whole melody so um, that's another kind of improvisation that I listen to the whole music and that what's going on in the band and what can I add to it
7: jazz world so that that's how it's that takes care of it yeah like follow play the them. chords Formulity. we play the chords we play we solo over that we make a form mm. play the head take some choruses. play the head we're done that's kind of the takes care of the, the approach right uh free playing uh scares me uh in that i don't know what to do mm. there's no frame of reference and uh so i would say uh, you know kind of like the approach to improvisation i think for free playing would be would be harder for me to figure out what i'm what i do you know but uh, but in the jazz standards in this in the sort of the, the kind of music i'm playing which is jazz music with with chord changes with sort of Complex harmony, but still diatonic harmony. Like there's Mm -hmm. still a basis underneath that's chords. Like Mm -hmm. um, that's the approach. The approach is I match that, I make it work. And I feel very comfortable there. We were doing those things with Kenny Wheeler a long time ago and he wanted me to play free. He, He liked to have a piece, a big band piece, and then an interlude where somebody could play free. Cool. And, piece. and he'd say oh, you play between these two and I, and I would just go oh what do i do like i have no idea what to do mm-hmm. so i would noodle and shred and noodle and shred and seemed they liked it but I, inside i'm going am i ever shoveling hair <laughs> i have no idea why mm-hmm. like is, is whether it's good or not because there's no frame of reference that's 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 my lack right I see. that's a that's a lack of my uh, experience. Same thing as when I hear free playing, I can't judge it.
0: It's
11: certainly changed over the years. Um, and I've employed different approaches in different contexts with different people to meet different ends, to kind of make different sounds. And um, and maybe that's a good place to start. And I think that's maybe the core of what Carl Ludwig Hoopscht was telling me um, in that piece of feedback he gave me that day, um, which is that... Well, The piece of feedback he gave me was interesting. It was sort of like... As a band, he wants to know kind of what I'm going to do. Like, he wants me to make that statement. He wants, he wants to know. Like... Like, I think before that, and especially in those workshops, I tried to surprise every, like, I thought if I could surprise myself, then I would surprise everyone else. And I'm going to try to do something I've never done before. Like, that was kind of the approach I had in those days, was to... Stretch my instrument, like play it in a way, like bring tools that I've never used on that instrument, and play the instrument in that way, in in, in a way that I've never done. Um, and the sounds that it would make would would surprise me. And I thought, if I'm surprising myself, then I must be surprising everyone else here. So, which is which is obviously incorrect. Like, obviously, that's not the case. Um, anyway, so yeah, his feedback was like, make the statement with the instrument that, like, like stick to the statement that you got to make, like whether it's today, whether it's different today from the next day or whether it's always changing, that's fine. But, but like, let us know what you're going to do. And I, I thought that that was good.
12: interested in playing with musicians outside my own genre yeah uh like I mean I would never say no Uh, but again it just it does that mean I want to invite a bunch of people over to just have a random jam of stuff is that my idea of a great time not always you know I I do like to have a a more structured thing even if the intention is to have a really unstructured time doing it Mm. I would still um I still like to know the structure of what this unstructured event is going to be, you know, (laughs) as silly as that sounds. But, but yeah, um, this goes back to when I uh, got out of college and I was, you know, playing gigs in Toronto and doing a lot of jazz. I started doing this other project. It's called casually dating. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the reason I, I, (laughs) my friend suggested the name, but the reason I like the name is because um, it's, kind of the way that I've approached the music to that project is very casual. Whereas I I was always, you know, for lack of a better word, serious musician when it came to my, my jazz. I don't like to use that. I like to say committed. I don't like to say serious musician because you don't always have to be so serious, but mm. say committed musician. I was always a pretty committed jazz musician. Uh, so to, to, you know, you know lower myself to play a, you know, a, a rock song you know that that's the way I kind of even thought of it at that time like I was like what am I even doing lowering myself yeah maybe I didn't think of it like that but and I certainly don't think of it like that today you know um, but at the time it was just a bit of almost an ego hit to go but I pushed myself into it you know to go uh, I'm not going to play a song that's complex I'm actually going to play something that's very simple because you know what it's just because it's simple doesn't mean that's easy and and that was something I kind of fooled myself with for a long time. Is like, oh, you know, rock music is three three chords, you know. Well, Paul, why don't you play three chords? You know, maybe is it is it too simple for you? You know, you you know, like I don't have the discipline to sit down and, and play three chords. I have to play nine. I have to play twelve. You know, whatever. You know, I got to play all thirteen. Um, <laughs> so, I, I started. I wanted to find the, the what like express myself musically in simpler and simpler terms. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do it with my piano playing. That was it, it, Again, it, I was always a committed jazz music. So I came at it from like a piano point and I thought, you know what, Paul, you, you you're really into technical stuff and that's great and you're doing great. And, and that's, that's fine. It, it's good. And I still practice a lot of, you know, technical stuff, but, what if you don't play so many notes? How do you say the same thing um, in le- with you know it with less, you know, it's more succinctly. I mean you can listen to my, my answers. I ramble and ramble, I wanna make sure I cover all the points. I'm sure I could I could say it all in seven words if I knew the right ones to say to them, right. right? So so that was my, my idea. It's like how can you get it down? Oh you don't need to play them all. If three notes will do, why play twenty three? You know, just play the three. Miles Davis, right? Again, you know, like I said, I didn't really click with Miles Davis right away. You know, I, I'm still trying to get on his level, of course, and most people are you know, you'd be lucky to. But uh, so that was my thing. I, I played in this band called Not the Moon. And we were it was still an improvising band, but I played like keyboards instead of piano and I had a little bit of synth. So it was just it was more like vibe. Uh, it was more uh, less chords, more just get in a, in a mood and vibe and play melodies. Thank you.
2: in 2012 or 13. It's a project by city of Kingston. Um, It was geared towards grand opening for Tet Center, but it was uh, facilitated by uh, contemporary dancer Andrea Nan from Toronto, but uh, the, all the participants were Kingston you know, from Kingston, like the, oh, oh, representatives from each tenant, like uh, Kingston School of Dance, um, from the Rapidary Guild, and you know, for the the future tenants. Plus, like me, a few of us were from communities, artists in communities. Mm. And so we really, really explored heavily with body, like movement spontaneous movement sometimes we had some theme like what to explore sometimes it was word sometimes it was just like a sentences or whatever the theme was but sometimes just nothing just move as you feel kind of thing and sometimes it led to a group activities and it really deepened my improvisational experience
0: Thank you for listening to Improvised Music in Kingston. In this episode, we explored how do participants negotiate hybrid collaborations and how do participants experience interpersonal interactions. In our next and final episode, we'll be all things Kingston. For more information about this project, the group members, and to listen to the complete set of musical recordings, please visit the project website at paulclifford.ca slash... I am IK.